It's time to light your brain and heart on fire. Okay, Google, let's get it. You're listening to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Hey, 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 it is Thomas J. Lyon. Welcome to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Today is day number nine of the 10-Day Leadership Challenge. So glad you could join us. appreciate you stopping by, giving us a little bit of your time today. As I like to say, thank you for the pleasure. Or no, that's not what I like to say. I do like to say thank you for the pleasure, um, but probably only to my wife. So um, what I actually like to say is thank you for the privilege of your time. There's a newscaster that says that, and uh, I kind of stole it because I really like it. But anyway, thank you for the pr- privilege of your time. Today is day number nine of the 10-Day Leadership Challenge. If you're just tuning in and you're not on the challenge, you can sign up for the challenge at thomasjlion.com. It's completely free, 100% free. Send you some goodies uh, in the mail, and you can follow along and uh, become a better leader because that's what this is all about. So let's get into it. Today's day number nine. We're going to talk about figuring out what your team's roadblocks are. Uh, We talked about this earlier in one of the earlier days when we were talking about your personal roadblocks. And one of the things that I talked about there holds true here, and that is that your stepping stones are sometimes confused with roadblocks, right? You may see something and think that it's a roadblock, but actually it's a stepping stone. It's something that you can use to your advantage. So let's try to think about some roadblocks that your team might encounter when working on the one thing that they're working on. One of the, you know, and as leaders, sometimes we don't think about this, but it really is true. Sometimes we as leaders can be a roadblock. Sometimes our team members think that it's us who are, are causing the, the problems. And because of that, you know, when, when they think of us as being problematic, a lot of our team members won't come to us with the issues. They won't come to us and say, hey, I need this. They can't trust us as leaders or they just don't like us. They don't like our personality. So they won't come and share their thoughts and feelings and concerns and things that they need in order to do the best job that they can. And sometimes they'll fail because of that. You know, being a leader involves not being a dictator. I've mentioned this before. You're not everybody's best friend, but you're not a dictator either. It's very important to clearly define what your role is as a leader, because if your team can't trust you and they can't come to you, right, and they they, they feel like they're, they, they, they don't have anybody who's on their side, it's going to affect the whole team's progress, right? We like to call that a cancer, right? if you've got one person who's just not able to do what they need to do, that can and oftentimes does translate out to everybody else on the team. So it's really important that you as a leader are there and you are not a roadblock, right? Don't take it personally. It's not a personal thing. This happens in pretty much any team and leader environment, right? So let's talk about your personal leadership style. Because in order to figure out if you're going to be a roadblock, you got to figure out for your team how they view you, right? So let's talk about this. When you uh, screw up, um, do you talk to your team about it, right? 
uh, a lot of us as leaders don't want to share the things that we do that are bad because we think that we're going to lose the respect uh, of our team. It's the opposite. It's the, the complete opposite. They're going to figure out real quick that they're just like you and you're just like them, right? You make mistakes, and that's okay. People make mistakes all the time. You know, I'm reminded of a uh, leader that it was in my life a, a long time ago. Um, I was a mid-level manager, and this person was a director, I'm sorry, an assistant director of operations. Um, and this person's leadership style, just I didn't vibe with it. It wasn't cool. I didn't like it very much. Um, this was the type of leader who would yell at people. Like, I mean, literally yell, scream um, when this leader had disagreements with folks. Um, and there was one time when I was called into this particular leader's office and they yelled and screamed and hooted and hollered and uh, made a very big scene behind a closed door, but loud enough for everybody in the office to hear. Um, and it was clear when I exited those doors of this leader's office that I had had a hard time. And I did. Um, you know, I was relatively matter of fact about it, um, but I didn't want to share um, what happened when in retrospect, they know that some shit just went down and they, I don't want to say they felt bad, but they understood that it was because we needed to do some things that we hadn't done, right? You know, so I think that in retrospect, I probably would have shared. And later in life, I did share with my team about my successes and failures, uh, especially about my failures, because I think it's important that they realize that everybody fails and it's okay to fail. In fact, many times it's good to fail. We talk about that in my 2020 program, uh, the 2020 principle. Um, you know, failing is good. You can get a lot of good stuff out of failing. But anyway, um, so, you know, that's one thing that will help you kind of be a good leader is sharing with the people that you are entrusted to be in charge of, um, your failures. It's very, very important. So the second thing kind of on the list here is something I'll call managed by walking around M B W A managed by walking around. If you're in an environment where, uh, you know, and I'm using a call center environment as my experience, but this could apply to pretty much any uh, leadership role in a business environment or a team. If you're expecting your team to do certain things, one cool thing that you can do is you can walk around and make sure that they're doing those things. And as you're walking around, don't do it with a ruler in your hand or, 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 or be a prick about it. Walk around, observe, right? And ask people, hey, how are you doing today? What's going on? And instinctively, the first time you do this, people are going to come back with, it. oh, I'm working on ABCXYZ and I'm working on this, blah, 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 blah. And that's cool. But now is the time to connect with them. Say, no, 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 no. I mean, what's what's going on, you know, other than this right now, other than work, what's going on? Are you good? And that moment, in that very instant, you're letting the person know that you care about them. Is it appropriate to ask about specific things? No, don't go up to somebody and say, hey, how's your wife or how's your spouse or how's your boyfriend or how's your kids? That might be a little weird, but it's okay to go up and say, hey, how you doing? Are you okay? Everything all right? And just garner that trust and foster that relationship, right? And then something else I want you to think about. As a leader, when, when your team members are perceiving you, are you somebody that they can trust? 
Are you somebody who has integrity, right? What is integrity? To me, my definition of integrity is you are somebody who says they're going to do something and then you actually do it. And on the flip side of that, when you say you're not going to do something, you hold true to that and you don't do it. That's what being somebody who has integrity and trustworthy is to me, right? So how are you as a leader, right? What is the office like? What is your, you know, your, or your work environment, right? Are there things in your work environment that maybe need to change, right? Um, are, there, are there bullies? Are there stupid policies that are irrelevant? You know, are there things that need to change? Because if you've got too many weird things going on in a place, whether it's the leader or the environment or whatever, and nobody has an opportunity to feel cool, calm, collected, and comfortable, then they're they're gonna they're gonna fail, and they're not gonna join together. Everybody likes to laugh at all these weird things, like Google and all these big high tech offices are coming up with these you know video game rooms and ping pong tables and all kinds of stuff like that. We've got ping pong in our office. We've got couches in the office. We've got cool you know like cool little chill areas. We've got a couple of kitchens, and it's fun, right? We do that. Because we want to make it in an environment where it's cool and decent and people feel like they can get some work done and be good, right? So let's talk about what today's specific action is. What I want you to do is go back and review from day three, day number three, when we talked about your personal roadblocks, right? And think about a few of those roadblocks that you figured out for yourself, right? And now what I want you to do is I want you to go and tell your team. Tell your team what your personal roadblocks are. Do it. Do it right now. Do it as soon as you're done with this, uh, listening to this, right? And as you foster this conversation, ask them, you know, these are the things that I fail at. And these are the things that I have trouble with. What do you have trouble with, right? Kind of make that, that movement, that flow. Talk about your stuff first. Flow into their stuff and see what you get back from your team. I bet you'd be surprised right? If, if nobody wants to talk about it, chances are they're scared of you as a leader. And that's not cool. You don't want people that are scared of you, right? Give them some examples. You know, well, you know, if I were you, this would be a roadblock for me. You know, I know we recently started this new policy about blah, 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 blah. And if it were me, I'd be pretty pissed off about it. And some people might say, yeah, 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 or no, 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 right? Encourage everybody to figure out and talk about these things because when you talk about them, you can figure out ways to fix them and get rid of them and make sure that they're not blocking the way to progress. All right, that's it. That's what today's action is. Figure out, uh, figure that out. And tomorrow's the last day. Tomorrow is the last day of the 10-day leadership challenge. Congratulations for making it this far. That's really, really cool. I'm, I'm happy for you and I'm excited for you. And uh, I'm excited for day number 10 because it's going to be a doozy. Tomorrow, day number 10, we're going to formulate the steps and we're going to create a team action plan for your one thing. It's going to be pretty cool. So uh, we'll see you. It'll be fun. Thanks for listening. Tune in for tomorrow, day number 10. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Want some more? Ready to take the first step? Check out thomasjlyon.com. We'll see you next time.